Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast for the month of May. Uh, not, not, not to say that we're not going to do more in May. I'm, I'm kind of liking this, but you know, now that summer is picking up, uh, life is getting busier, at least for me and probably for everyone else. So, we'll try to get one in every month. But uh, we may get more. We may get less. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Paul was uh, nice enough to join us here tonight. Paul from uh, Electric Connect. Nice to nice to uh, have you join us, Paul, on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Just no the problem. two of us. Just the two of us, yes. Just yes. The Just the two of us, yes. <laughs> I can't sing, so I won't try it. But no, but we were <laughs> we were saying off camera that uh, that it, I, I don't think we've done two before. Uh, but you know what? And we were uh, we were looking for the phrase the opposite of more the merrier. And what what did you come up with? Less is more. Less is more. Less That's is right. more. That's exactly we're, it. We're, we're going to prove that we don't need Franklin. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't gonna go there, but seeing you did, yeah, that bastard's not here, so that's okay. <laughs> not to mention no. Northern Tesla. So yes, yes, uh, you know, people have busy lives, so uh, I understand people can't make it. Uh, uh, yeah, those those two, Franklin and Dan, and of course Darren from uh, Drive Tesla Canada. Uh, th- about Darren. Yeah, you guys are are my main staples, and um, uh, when you can make it, it's great to have you guys on. And when you can't, um, uh, I fully understand and I, I get it right so well there's you know the, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say there is a downside to having darren right because you know you know <laughs> that he knows stuff and then you'll ask him and he'll just go yeah <laughs> it's so true it it, it <laughs> he won't tell us <laughs> i know it's it's a little it's a little um I wouldn't say plus aggravating. Yes, yeah, plus is minus exactly. But uh, I get, I get the poor guy. But you know, you know who it really bothers. I think, and he hasn't told me. But I think it really bothers Dan, Northern Tesla. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan seems easily bothered by stuff. So no, just kidding, Dan. Oh, Dan. <laughs> Since you're not here, we can pick on you. So. Yes, just like Franklin. Franklin is, uh, he's on a hiatus. He's on vacation. That's why he can't uh, join us tonight. He's on vacation. Um, There's actually a rumor going around that he's like, you know, joining Tesla. Is that is that true? Yes. He's going to be true. part of the AI team or something? Yep, yep, that is true. I, I wasn't yeah. supposed to say anything. I'm just going to switch this around here, buddy. If you don't mind, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, you got my sh- better side now. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. He uh, told me don't say anything at all, and I told him no promises, <laughs> no guarantees. So yeah, we're spilling the beans. Yeah, uh, he's going to be part of the yeah. AI team. Um, what they're actually going to do is they're going to open up his brain and do yes. like, o- open brain surgery, like like um, like well, severance. Yeah, was that the movie where they <laughs> saw off the That's top the of Apple TV show? Okay, maybe, okay. <laughs> but I haven't seen. In that. all seriousness, apparently he's going to be involved in not the next rewrite of FSD that's coming, but the rewrite after that rewrite. <laughs> I don't know if to take it seriously. No, I didn't hear this, that. Okay, okay. There's not. There won't be another rewrite. This last rewrite is the one. Is it? It's the one. Because it's $12,000? <laughs> That's is why tw- they jacked it up. Sorry, not, is it 12? No, it's 13000 isn't it? No, it's 12. 13 12. in Canada. Well, what is it? You know what? Dan's going to kill me because he says I, this was big news and it wasn't on one of my lists, so I'm just adding it in now. But, yeah, tw- okay, 12-8. Thank you. 
thank you to my friend from Ottawa that I can't pronounce his name, uh, $12,800 here in Canada. And you know what? And, and it originally was 10600 right? So it went up $2,200, yes. if my math is correct. Yes. Now that's excluding tax, tax depending on the province you live in. And it's going to mm-hmm. add in here, here in Ontario. That's just shy with tax. That's just shy of $15,000. And it, um, <laughs> it upset some people. Did it not? Like I, maybe I not you. Cause yeah. yeah. Well, because there was no warning, right? Exactly. Exactly. I think people were expecting like to get the, you know, the one week. If you're going to shell out that much money, you don't want to do it until you have to. <laughs> right. So everybody was expecting a war. I was expecting a warning. I mean, like I already have FSD, so it doesn't matter, but I know that a lot of people with Tesla's who were like, okay, when I get the warning, I'm going to do it. Right. And that warning yeah. never came. No. And that, and that, I think Tesla's uh, showed everyone or taught everyone a lesson. It's like, don't wait for us. If you're going to get it, you want to get it. And, um, and you know, this is what a lot of people, there was one, I, I wish I had the tweet and I'm not prepared. So this is typical of uh, the Tesla Talks podcast. Uh, you know, you're at the right place when, when I'm not prepared. <laughs> when, when yeah. There's something on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. And that too. Yes. And um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. There was some tweet out and I forget the guy's name. He was a pretty, pretty, uh, or girl, I'm not sure. Pretty prolific on um, Twitter. Uh, as a Tesla guru or follower, and they and I, and I, they they must be Canadian, and they mentioned how they were pretty upset at Elon, and they're asking Elon to see if in the tweet if they could like maybe just honor the old price or reverse it for a little bit because there should have been a warning, and and there was <laughs> there was a flood of responses uh, with people that just had no sympathy it's the it's the only way i could say it had had zero sympathy yeah. for this guy or this girl you know the as as the tesla community continues to grow it continues to get more and more interesting and it's there's some very polarized kind of conversations that go on right it's like you know i think i think a warning would be appropriate it was there was lots of precedent for it and there should have been a warning. That's just my opinion. But yeah. you're right. There were a lot of people who chimed in and said, you know, you know, basically, t- tough luck. Suck it right? up. Yeah. Suck it up. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like maybe I have too much com- compassion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've I've been told by my wife I don't have enough. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, but I I kind I kind of agree with you. Your my wife told you the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We had Wait dinner the other night, Dax, just saying. Uh, tangents, <laughs> okay, how did we get on Tangents. Okay, <laughs> um, uh, next topic. Okay, Paul, can yeah. you see the, uh, the comment on the screen there? Yes, I can. Okay, how do you, if you had to pronounce this gentleman's first name, how I'd would call, you I'd take a Julio. step? Julio. See, I think the G is, is an H too. Yeah. And I think I said that one time and then I doubted yeah. myself. So Julio. Okay. We'll yeah. go with Julio. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, making fools of ourselves here. I don't know. Well, no, we're, we're taking our, in, in all due respect, we're taking our best stab at it. And yeah, hey, listen, with a name like Dax, trust me, I'm in no uh, way, shape or form in any, uh, position to make fun of people's names <laughs> i've been called paul ball saul <laughs> you name it yeah yeah no 
listen, names are, are very personal and, and I always try and, and it's because maybe growing growing up throughout my whole life, here comes a tangent, Paul. Um, not yes. people not getting my name right that I oh, and I know clue. it's a there's a to clue. It. That's uh, a song from Paul Paul uh, Simon, uh, Julio down by the uh, play no, schoolyard. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I must be right. I must you, be right. Or he's making fun of you. <laughs> or he's making. Fun of you. <laughs> or he's making fun of you. <laughs> Sorry, I get excited when I think I'm right. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I think I think you are right. Uh, now I got to go back and find his. Uh, his question now. Oh, right here. Okay, yeah. Uh, tangents, buddy. Tangents. Oh, I should rename this Tesla Tangents podcast. Tesla Tangents. Yes. I should so, go register that. Go, go, go do it right now. If you were Franklin, you'd be doing it right now as you're on the totally. podcast. So he it was saying like he was hoping domains. that and he also multitasks while, while he does this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Julio was hoping at the same time the subscription would be ready by now. And I kind of hoping it would be too. But now, once again, I don't know. And I wish I I knew someone in the U.S. that went through this. And if anyone in the comments knows uh, or watching, uh, leave a comment down below if you know. If you subscribe, do you have to go through that whole rigmarole of the safety score thing? I guess you would, but then again, well, the, but, but here, here's the, I, I know, I know what you're going to say, right? You're, you're paying for something on a monthly basis that you may not get for four months. Like, you know, okay. I'm not, I'm exaggerating four months, but you may not get for two months. Be we need one of our American friends to chime in, right? Yeah. But, but to Julio's comment here, um, the other thing too, there's, there's a similar one, which is in the U.S., they have the annual payment, which basically saves two months of cost for the premium subscription. Yeah. So we didn't, we don't have that either. So no. I don't understand. I mean, is is it that much different doing business in Canada versus the U.S.? Yeah. Well, you know what they have to do? They have to hire somebody to do the exchange rate. Like and they got to keep on top of that. That's that's their one job. They're like, you know what? We got to get someone to be able to do the exchange rate for the FSD of whatever it is in the U.S. What's it? One ninety nine in the U.S. Right? I think it is. The 200. yeah, the subscription. I believe yeah. Two yeah. two hundred. Yeah. I have four hundred here. Yeah. Well, it, well, I can tell you right now, if it's four hundred dollars here, I myself, and I think I speak on behalf of a lot of other Canadians, we're not going to get it. I'm already having a hard time if it's. 300 250 i could swing 300 will probably be the tipping point type of thing anything over 300 you've just made my decision easy tessa so yeah we'll see we'll, well, we'll see what it is do you know um with the subscription the way it works in the u.s can you start at one month stop at the next like yeah. only use it when you're going on a big trip or yeah you can that i know you can do it, it is month to month um and, and places like, you know, when, when you mentioned it just now, the, the annual subscription and you save a little bit of money, uh, you pay yes. 10 months and you get 12. That, to me, when I hear that, I think for California and Florida because, and, and obviously maybe Texas and a few other southern states that can take advantage of it. Here in Canada and, and northern states, for you to 
pay for the whole thing year round, it's kind of waste mm-hmm. a waste of money. Because I mean, and I will I will say this is coming from somebody that doesn't have FSD, so I might be just blowing smoke out of you know where. But Paul, you have it. Would you pay for mm-hmm. it in the winter time if it, if you didn't have it? Would you subscribe to it in the winter? Since I've had it, we had a a late kind of spring snow, and so I did have it out, you know, with the um, roads covered, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, right? Okay, you know. It, so I think I think that's your answer. If the streets are plowed, right, then it it, it works, no problem. But if there's snow on the road, it's really it wasn't uh, an enjoyable experience, uh, experience if I'm being honest. Right? Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And I believe mm-hmm. you. And, and you know what yeah. our uh, Tesla fans from uh, the South would say? Well, don't drive when it's snowing out. Wait for them to plow yeah. the streets. Exactly. Yeah. But how do I to... summon my vehicle? You don't. You wait for the <laughs> snow to melt. Come oh, on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? We've been talking a little bit about Tesla. We're talking a lot about Tesla with this whole subscription and FSD and the prices going up. But we haven't even really started our topics. Like this was just improvising. This was basically just pandering to uh, Northern Tesla. <laughs> um, and and he says here, I'll put up his his comment. He says they they have uh, eight months to figure it out. Yeah. Well, or they, they also have... have another eight months to figure out if they've solved the. Uh heat pump issue too so oh yeah that's that's all these topics that we're not even uh i not shouldn't even, have said that no you know what we'll, we'll wait and see buddy uh my heat pump okay. uh, you know what? i'm not gonna say it. moving on first off <laughs> <laughs> we're not going there um but we are going to stay canadian uh in, in in two ways in terms of all our uh articles have come to us tonight from uh, drive tesla canada that makes it canadian but also the first uh, or the official first topic, even though we talked about something before, is also going to be Canadian. And uh, this has to do with the uh, the supercharging fees in Canada. Now, in the past couple months, or a couple months ago, they skyrocketed. Uh, they went from a very reasonable uh, price where it was a no-brainer to go EV and charge at a supercharger to you know what? It's so expensive now that it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, it it was like, if you got a, even with the gas prices the way they are, if you got like a, a semi-economical car, like it was it was coming close to coming near that price of, of an ICE car in terms of, a, a, you know, uh, efficiency. Not, not sorry, not efficiency, but... Um, costs so people complained and uh elon had actually come out a, a, a month maybe a month ago or a few weeks later after that uh, because somebody complained i forget who it was that complained about it and he said that um he's gonna look into it uh it almost sounded like he didn't know about it <laughs> and and he said he'd look into it but he do, did also blame the higher rates um in the canadian regulations and how how we're build uh, our us as owners are we're built permitted instead of uh, the actual electricity that we use, which is per uh, kilowatt hours, which is what I think they do down in the states, and which is the correct way to do it. Now we, I yeah. guess, we have to get our government involved to change that. And, and Tesla's been, in, in in fairness to them, they've been uh, 
a good proponent for that and they've been spearheading that pretty good. Uh, but it's going to take some while. You know how, how any government is, especially our Canadian government. Um, things don't happen quickly. So, and they still haven't happened, but while we're waiting, uh, it seems to have uh, gone down a little bit. And I apologize to any of the, um, I'll try to explain it, but I apologize to any of the um, uh, podcast audio only uh, listeners, because I've got pic- pictures up here for anyone that's watching the YouTube feed uh, of before and after. They use some um, examples here in uh, Prince Edward Island, one of the provinces in the East Coast here, uh, how it used to be from the, the low tier, it used to be 31 cents a minute, and now that's gone up, but, uh, sorry, am I reading this the right way or backwards here? Hold on a second. There's actually see. a chart at the bottom of the, that's, that's a lot easier to Okay, this, yeah, this chart here. <laughs> Thanks, what would I be without you? Okay, so originally, uh, 10 minutes would cost you 20, uh, uh, 25 cents uh, a minute, which would be 250. Now, when, sorry, in March, that not even 10 minutes, but nine minutes went up to 26 cents. So um, it actually went down. And this is one of the tiers that they were talking about. Uh, today, it's actually gone. Am I reading this right? Yeah, it's gone up. But that's because within the first 10 minutes, if you're low, you're going to be up there in one of those high tiers where you're going to be 100 to 150 kilowatts or over, right? And then anything. Yeah, I mean, and as it tapers down, anything lower, then you start saving money. And I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this. It would be <laughs> easier if the the amount of uh, of charge that was uh, delivered during the sessions was on this chart. <laughs> no offense, Darren. Um, you know that'd be easier to look because because you quantifiably, I don't know how much juice this person got. Um, maybe it's in the pictures, I don't know, but the chart doesn't really tell the story. But nonetheless, mm. I mean, if you look at these numbers and you compare them to the gas prices today, right? I mean, you know, yeah, they're higher than they used to be. And that's really due to the stupid regulation that has its roots, to, you know, back 100 years ago, that no one seems to want to get off their arse in Canada to, can I say arse? I think so. Just no one wants to get off their arse in Canada to, uh, to, fix it right and i imagine this makes the pricing model very complex because obviously tesla doesn't want to lose money right especially if you're charging at peak times during the day when the rates are going to be super high right so they're they're probably putting a lot of buffer in here to make sure that they don't lose money uh when someone's charging so there could be too much buffer uh but you know that's I think a, a business decision that Tesla has made and still comparatively to, to gas is nowhere near what gas is costing nowadays. So I'm not overly fussed about it, but I would like to see the per um, price per, uh, what was it? Kilowatt, kilowatt hour? hours. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see that same like with the U S it's always so easy and so clear. Right. And Canada, it's just a shit show. Oh, can I say that? <laughs> It is. It is. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in a nutshell, looking at, at um, let me try to redo this again. In a nutshell, looking at uh, Darren's uh, chart that he has, and you got to go go to his uh, website and, and see the pictures and understand what, what we're talking about. Basically, originally, when it cost $9.85, that changed in March to over $16 to charge. 
now as with the adjusted prices today it's not perfect don't get me wrong it's not perfect but it is adjusted a little bit now it's uh just under 16 dollars. so you're saving like it looks here like maybe 50 cents so it's like you said paul it's a far cry from gas prices but it also is a far cry from the original 985 that it used to cost so it yeah. looks like it's gone up like you know you know it looked like it went up probably 60%. Now it looks like it's gone up 50%. So they rolled it back 10%. So it's a start. You know what? I, I posted this. It's funny. Uh, we talked about this because I posted this on um, my Facebook group, uh, my Model Y and Model 3 group. And you know what? I looked at it and it's a good start. It's it's not perfect. And like, yeah, to roll, to raise it that much and only bring it back this much, I get it. But you wouldn't believe the amount of cynical people and and the the people that were just so upset, like just they just couldn't care. They're like, you know what? All just a lot of a lot of them actually had a theory that this was Tesla's you know game plan from day one. They were going to raise it some stupid price, and then a month later they'd bring it back and make it look like they're coming to the rescue and they're 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 listening to us and 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 they're saving us and everything. But it was the plan all along. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's there's some people who do feel that way, not just about this, but with a few other decisions. You know, like for example, the um, the wall the, the wall charger, right? Oh, that debacle. Uh, yes, that debacle. Where it's like what four hundred dollars for that thing, and then all of a sudden they can sell it for two hundred. <laughs> right so so who knows right? Which is now you're paying two hundred out of your pocket, but you feel better because you're not paying four. It's kind of ingenious. Right. They say they say Elon's a marketing genius, like forget about all the other stuff. Right. <laughs> but his his ability to position. Right. Is exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I don't know. I don't subscribe to to that to say that they were actually purposely doing that. I mean, yeah, it's not perfect and, and it's still not perfect. But and, and I we can't excuse them or we don't know behind the scenes why they raise it so much in the first place. But to think that, and, and I get it, you're pissed off. I, I totally get it. I would be angry too. But to say that they meant to do this all along and it was some conspiracy, like this is, I don't know, These are, are these the flat earthers that I have in my group that, that everything is well, a conspiracy I mean, to them? It's, it's, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy. I would call it a marketing technique. Right. This is not you know, Elon didn't invent this. Right. No, and it wouldn't no. surprise me if the discussion in the boardroom was very much that way. Say, so, hey, listen, you know, we're going to do this. We'll jack it up a little bit. People will complain. You know, we're going to dial it back a little bit. In the end, we're going to make a lot more money, but people are going to feel good about it. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like, it's, like this is where they wanted to be and they went up above and beyond yeah, temporarily sure. to come down to where yeah. they wanted to be. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's a conspiracy. I'd say that they could have deployed this type of a marketing strategy, right? Which, it, you know, in the end, I mean, these are strange times, right? Where, you know, we haven't seen these levels of inflation in, in 30 years, right? And, you know, are, you know, is Tesla taking advantage of that a little bit? I, maybe, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're maintaining uh, their 30% margin right in these very difficult times so um yeah i mean the average car manufacturer i think the average margin is like nine to twelve percent 
right? It's it's much lower. So people people keep signing up to buy. So I guess in a way I don't blame them. Yeah, right? they, they and you, can get away with this stuff. And you know what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And what I, what I love about having you on the podcast, buddy, is you are brilliant at segues because that that I don't know what that. what you just touched on there rolls right into our next topic, <laughs> which is, uh, I don't know. how to stroke my ego. I'm going to comment on The next topic is, is uh, we're talking about Elon. He was on this, um, this broadcast, I guess it was like, I don't know if it was a podcast. I don't know if it was a broadcast. It was, uh, what was it called? Uh, Financial Times Future of the Car Summit. Uh, that was yesterday. So he was on that. Did you get a chance to listen to that or watch that yesterday, Paul? Unfortunately, no. Just no. Uh, hadn't had time. It was on my list and just didn't yeah. get to it. But, you know, it, I read the article. I, and I was going to say, everything everything that was that needed to be uh, uh, taken from, I think it was like an hour, hour and a half, um, yeah. it seemed to be put into articles like Darren did here on Drive Tesla Canada. So, so if, if you catch up on the articles, you didn't miss anything. But... Um, yeah, it seemed like. Well, first off, the guy was really peppering Elon with Twitter, and I get it, right? I mean, listen, I mean, Elon can't blame him. The guy is an interviewer, and the biggest thing with Elon today is Twitter, right? So you can't blame the guy for you know hammering with Twitter questions, right? But it looked, and I don't know if it was the Twitter questions or just in general, but it looked to me, and this is just my opinion, that. Elon was not having fun with in this interview. Like it seemed Look like, his face. yeah, <laughs> and well, that in that one picture, maybe that that's one picture that still speaks of uh, speaks volumes, right? But um, just may, maybe not even in the Twitter thing. It just seemed like maybe he didn't like this guy. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I'm not putting. Don't mean to put words in his mouth or anything. But that's what I took from it. It, it looked like he was very annoyed. <laughs> but uh, it was an interesting thing um, interview. Uh, he he doubled down what I did notice in the interview uh, as the interviewer, which is what his doing his job that he's supposed to do. He was trying to pry Elon for you know future uh, products and stuff like that, and Elon kept reiterating. And this is this I find is either the new Elon or the more mature Elon because I'd say three, maybe even two years ago. That same Elon from those from that year that that many time ago, if you asked him the same question, he couldn't help himself. He would spill the beans. But now <laughs> Elon now is a lot more refrained, a lot more controlled, and he, he kept saying, uh, "This is not the platform for uh, announcements of uh, future products or some something in to that regard." He, he must have said it. I heard it at least three or four times during the interview. Um, so yeah. it was pretty pretty interesting because he was asking him about a, a lesser. Volume. Uh, first of all, it was about the Cybertruck. A couple things that he didn't want to go too much into. It. Um, something about uh, Gigafactory in India or another country, and he said he, he couldn't comment on that. And said gave the same spiel. And then um, the quote unquote twenty five thousand dollar car. Uh, the guy asked about, and I think it was might, might have been another another one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, in this this article, Elon and, and in the interview, Elon uh, touched on something and it made it turn into a horror article, which it, I don't blame uh, Drive Test Canada, and I saw it on other uh, news articles too, or uh, news outlets that um, 
they're having so much demand uh, and you're talking about 30%, um, what was it, profit margin? Uh, or 30%, that's from the last financial. Yeah, um, and then they've always strived for that, right? Forward. And that's why they keep putting the prices up and stuff like that. And Canadian prices just went up, what, last week or earlier this week again. Um, yeah. And it's getting to the point where it's like, you wonder if, you know, if they're ever going to stop putting prices up. But I know in the earnings call, Elon did, Elon did touch on that. One of the questions uh, or one of the comments he made in the earnings call was about, he said, I think we're done with the price increases. Maybe like he made it sound like he was hoping they were, but he wasn't a hundred percent sure, but he, they were trying to, the way I took it is like he was trying, they were going to try to, but now he's come out and say, said that, um, we're actually, this is his quote, we're actually probably going to limit or just stop taking orders for anything beyond a certain period of time because of some of the timelines is like a year away. So, so let, let's let's talk about this, right? Because yeah. the Tesla tends to defy economics, <laughs> right? Um you know, I'd like to think I know a little bit of something of economics. I was an economics major. So, you know, like what I see in the economy right now, right, is inflation is going up, right? Interest rates are going up. The average family income in the province of Ontario, where we live, right, is somewhere in the neighborhood of 80,000. That's, you know, fa average family income. Is it really? And yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, you know, at some point in time, Tesla's going to saturate the the demographic that can afford to pay with taxes. It's a hundred thousand now to get a Model Y. If, you know, once you plug in the the taxes here in Canada, you know, the average family cannot afford a Tesla. And at some point in time, you're going to saturate your market, and the demand, uh, you know, and especially with interest rates rising, makes loans more expensive. Uh, some uncertainty maybe people might be starting to feel about their ability to make their mortgage payment if they're on a variable rate, especially. So I, I could definitely see a cooling down of demand. So it's very interesting that Tesla's having the opposite problem in these economic times that we live in. It's very strange to me. You're, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, I'm not an economy expert like you. Or is that what you said? Economy expert, not economy. I don't know if I'm an expert, but uh, okay. <laughs> I know a little. It's yeah. dangerous. <laughs> no, you, you know, you know. I think you know uh, quite a bit, and what you said there is it seems accurate. I mean, I don't know how they do it. Like I was having, it wasn't. Um, I have a bunch of different uh, Tesla social media groups that I chat in with, and I know I, I have one with you, Paul, but it wasn't, that, it wasn't that group we were chatting in, it was another one, where we were all saying that, and we all have threes or whys, and we were all saying with the prices now, like, heaven forbid anything happened with any of our cars, but if we wanted to buy another Y, say, today, I could, I personally, in, in my financial situation and i'm not strapped or anything but i'm not rich either <laughs> lotteries tonight i hope i win the lottery um but i couldn't afford one today and uh, and you know and it's a year later yeah, i mean and a lot of people say well you bought one a year ago well it's also the same car i bought and you know this too paul because we bought ours within a few months apart where they the price still remained the same 
the same car today that I bought a year ago is $14,000 more. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's crazy. And it's even higher than the one I bought. Like I bought, it was 67,000 and that included the, um, the upgraded wheels. Right. And Oh, was there a price change between yours and mine? Yeah, I think oh, you I got know. yours like several months after mine. So I think there had been a price oh, change. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but um, it, it, this is just very strange to me. Like the the, the affordability of these vehicles, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. it, it, today, if you're buying, including tax, and it's $100,000, I mean, you know, unless you have a significant amount of money to put down, you're looking at a car payment of somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,200. That's not, I couldn't, I can't afford that. Right. So yeah, most people can't. So, you know, it's really interesting to me. Like I know maybe what a lot of people are doing is that during COVID property values increase. So maybe they've got a home line of credit or something and maybe they're just buying on the you know on the home line of credit because they're taking advantage of their equity increasing right yeah maybe yeah. um but you know it's still a hundred thousand dollars for for a car <laughs> right like an average car it's not luxurious right let's be honest it's it is no. a you know it's 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 a beautiful car it's modern right i like the sparse interior personally uh, but it's by no means, in a traditional sense of speaking, a luxury vehicle, right? I agree. And this is where I correct people all the time uh, when my friends and colleagues, a lot of it is teasing, and I get it, right? But I correct them when they say, oh, you have a luxury car. Well, no, yeah, the price may make it sound luxury. And when you go inside, if you're not accustomed to a Tesla and you see it for the first time and it has one screen, and you may think it's a spaceship and maybe that's a version of luxury to you. Uh, but because it's priced like a BMW or a Mercedes, it, that doesn't make it luxury. What I've always tell people and I correct people is when you buy a Tesla, you're not buying it uh, and paying that price for luxury. You're paying that price mm -hmm. for the tech. That's that, that price that the Tesla tax or however you want to say it, that's for the, the tech in my opinion. It's not for the luxury. Yeah, it's got some nice features and stuff like that. But listen, if I wanted a luxury car, I'd buy a Mercedes. That, yeah. that in my opinion, is true luxury. Maybe even you can even say Audis uh, and BMWs. But a Tesla, I don't know. I, I think the, the price has sort of, you know, labeled Tesla as luxury brand. Or maybe Tesla did it themselves with the S when they released the S. And the S, the S and the X, I could say maybe is... T trending a little more luxury, but certainly not the, the wine three. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I don't okay. understand how people can do it. And um, is that what we were talking about? We were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. How they want to stop. I know this is a tangent we went off on, Paul. Uh, how Elon's talking about stopping uh, from taking orders. And you know what? I mean, this is what's, I, I guess they, what they're figuring out is. I, I tested and figuring out we can't keep raising these prices like this. We, we just can't. Uh, we're we're going to screw ourselves. Or it could be a matter of a, a parts shortage too, right? That maybe they have well, to because of the parts. The, the other thing that's interesting about it, we're <laughs> really flogging this one, but the other thing that I find interesting about it is that Tesla has 
an ability that their competitors do not. So they've got healthy margins. So if it if it came to demand starting to dry up a little bit, Tesla could reduce their prices True. per demand because uh, their competitors can't match um, Tesla's pricing, right? So no. if you think about it, like the traditional manufacturers have that 9 to 12% margin. Tesla has almost three times that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you know, if it's a dogfight, uh, you know, Tesla's got room. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's what Raymond's saying here. There's still plenty of room. I'm assuming that's what he mean, meaning by it. But yeah, no, I agree with you. And uh, the other OEMs can't do that. Like you said, if you've got a margin of 9 to 12%, I mean, you, you, even if Tesla cuts theirs in half, it's still over what, what the traditional OEMs have, right? So yeah, uh, will they do that? I don't know. I mean, we've seen, who was it? It's... Um, uh, Lucid, Lucid just raised their prices. Uh, now they did it the right way, not like Rivian. They they announced that coming at the end of the month into yeah. next month, they will have their new prices. That that must that's brilliant in their part. It's fair and it's also brilliant because if 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 it does nothing more than spur uh, additional orders, uh, you know it's it's successful for them, right? Uh, but I think like you know back to what I was saying around about this article is like. You know, if you look to history, right, and I know that Tesla has a tendency to buck the trend, right, but how many more people can afford this vehicle? That's what today, I, I asked myself, right? yeah. It, at some point in time, at least in Canada, I don't know in the U.S. whether or not, you know, the price has reached that point, but I think in Canada it has because you've got to put, you know, on average 13% on top of that price, as, you know, for your tax, as well, yeah. right? So, I, I I think that if I were looking at history and trying to predict, I would say that demand is going to decrease uh, for Tesla as interest rates rise and uh, inflation, you know, causes people to tighten their belt, right? Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> but but I wonder like if they do stop and I know you're right we are flogging this one a little bit much but we'll we'll move on to the next topic in a second uh, in a, but or in a minute. Julio had a good good comment about the Tesla tax right because that's that's why they can maintain these margins today is it's very similar to, to Apple right yeah brand loyalty yeah no it's true it it is true and and it is. It, there, there definitely is something there when people use that term to test the tax. Yeah, just like Apple tax. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Ford, they stopped uh, taking orders on the F-150, which, by the way, if no one's uh, been following, they Ford announced last week that they've um, started production. They had a whole big thing, and they took a couple jabs at Tesla. <laughs> I don't know if you if you're saw that press conference paul no. or that or that uh i don't know if it's called a keynote or what but yeah yeah the uh jim farley the ceo took took some jabs at tesla and you know i i get it uh, it's all in heart or there, in, in, in earnest there's this really great youtube video um the channel's cold fusion i believe and i i like this guy because he's he's very methodical about the way he approaches his videos. And he, he's not just like a Tesla YouTuber, right? He, he, you know, he does all sorts of different things, but 
he had this this video where he talked about Ford and and the Lightning specifically, the pickup truck. And he made a pretty compelling argument that Ford will likely lose money on every Lightning that they sell. Um, For 40 grand, yeah. They they could, yeah. Yeah, and and then maybe we can tweet out a link to to this video. It was uh, maybe about 6 months ago that I saw yeah. it. But it was a very compelling argument, right? Huh. That the Lightning could bankrupt Ford is really what his position was. Really? And yeah. So, so if I were Ford, I'm not sure I would have such swagger right now. But um, you know what? Though I think, with yeah. that said, and, and I'd be very curious uh, or interested in seeing that article. Send me the link when you get it, get a chance, and I'll try to put it down in the comments below when you do for other people. Um, but at the same time, I've had I've heard a lot of experts, and I tend to agree with them. A lot of experts say that this Ford F-150 Lightning is huge, not just for Ford, but for the whole industry. That if this, if Ford can do this properly and, and at this price, and that's, you know, arguable, still waits to be seen whether they can or not. But if they can just even bring this out uh, and it be a success like, like so far it looks like it's going to be, then that's going to be huge for the industry because everyone keeps going back to, you know, the F-150 is the best-selling, most popular-selling vehicle, not just pickup, but vehicle yeah. in, what, the last 20, 30 years or, or mm-hmm. some some astronomical stat. So, yeah, I mean, I want to see it do well, too. And it looks, I mean, it looks very nice. But it just, every time I see, when it, whether it's Rivian coming out uh, or now uh, the F-150 Lightning, I skipped over the Hummer because it's a joke. Um, but even when they announced the Sierra, GM, GM announced the Sierra, it just got me so, I don't know if jealous is the right word or just so <laughs> aggravated. Maybe aggravated is a better, more accurate word uh, for the Cybertruck. And it's like, come on, just put it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, at least, at least like, you know, Tesla's doing something bold, right? Um, you know, the yeah. F-150 Lightning kind of looks like pickup trucks of yonder, right? And, and I'm not bashing at all. And my position has always been clear, you know, since I bought my first Tesla in 2017, that it's not really all about Tesla for me. I mean, obviously, I love Tesla. I drive Teslas. But I'm for all EVs yeah. because I would like to see fossil fuels, you know, eliminated, right? So... You know, every new EV that gets put on the road to me is a good thing. I don't care who makes it, right? So, yeah, I, I hope the Lightning is successful. I hope Ford can make it. I hope, um, you know, Rivian and Lucid and, you know, these other companies, these startups, Fisker's another one. Yeah. You know, I hope that they're successful and not because I want to take away from potential Tesla sales, right? But because I want to remove fossil fuel vehicles from the road that's always been my position yeah yeah like-minded i i agree with you wholeheartedly paul that's me too i i don't understand sometimes in some of the forums and um, uh, social media platforms i go on where i hear the tesla owners you know shit on the other uh yeah up up and coming car companies yeah yeah i don't I, I, i never i never understood um yeah, you could have a favorite. You could have someone that you're rooting for, but does it mean that you have to, you know, downplay or or 
crap on the other the other company that's coming up. I mean, we 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 get pissed off and uh, we resent the people that that are the Tesla haters, right? For doing the exact same thing, <laughs> whether they're the 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 gas holes or whatever they're called, yeah. the anti Tesla, the Tesla Qs. Uh, we get we get pissed off and, and we get really angry at those people, but then we turn some of us turn around to say comment up. Yeah, Mitchell's comment about he'd be surprised if Ford uh, is making money money off the Lightning. And uh, the thing about the comment that resonates with me here is the dealer. The dealer network is, in my opinion, the biggest challenge that the traditional OEMs have, right? Because yep they the dealers are somewhat protected by legal agreements that have been entered into you know with the manufacturer and also state level protections yeah for the dealer network so so this to me i think is an accurate statement that the dealers stand to make a lot of money um at ford's expense essentially right and we've heard stories about dealers even jacking up the the sticker price, right? Um, this is a significant challenge, right? To uh, I, I, you know the likelihood of of the traditional OEM succeeding. No, I, I get it. It is an uphill battle for them, especially like you said, the big three, right? I don't know what they're going to do. I know Ford just came out and said. Uh, put out, a, I was reading an article, put out some email to all the dealers saying that you will not sell the floor model of the Lightning because I guess they anticipated or they suspected that these dealers would just try to push them out and make way for the gas cars and just sell it off. But they're like, yeah. you have to keep the floor model. And if you don't, they're going to charge you $25,000 as a penalty to the dealership, which, which is a good thing. Yeah. I, I get it. Ford looks like they're getting that and they're crossing their T's and dotting their I's. Uh, but you're right. It's, 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 we'll have to wait and see what happens. And yeah, you know, especially at the 40,000, the, that entry level, I can't see Ford making money. They're gotta be, they've got to be, even yeah. though it's a smaller battery pack, they've got to be losing yeah. money on that. Um, like Mitchell says, maybe the lighting, um, maybe even some higher trims of the XLT, they may break even or maybe make a little bit, but yeah, definitely the, the platinum, but then you're looking at what it, it's a, the, the platinum is in like 90,000 us for the platinum. I think it's up there. Uh, so yeah. oh, here in Canada, that's like 110, $115,000. So that's for a truck. And I get it. All, all trucks are always been expensive or in the last few years at least. So we'll have to wait and see I'm what happens sure. with that. I'm not sure if you know anyone else is old enough to remember and maybe <laughs> but, Mitchell is still watching be interesting your your opinion on this but back in the day i think you know so gm spun up a division called saturn right oh yeah I remember saturn. and i want to say that that was a direct it was not a dealer network and i don't know if anyone knows uh, otherwise but hmm. you know i think that's what the oems may need to do is to spin up a new company that's going to be their EV arm, for example, so they can get out from under the stupid dealer network. There was one company, I can't remember if it was a European company, 
or here in North America that did that brought out something. I mean, okay, there's there's Volvo and Polestar, but there's another company. It's not. I'm not talking about Polestar. There was another company that did that that brought out a whole new division. <laughs> Everyone knew that it's under I them, should... but I'm Paul an old guy, Ray. <laughs> Actually, like league. what I what I like to say is that I'm a young man. No, I'm an old man trapped in a young man's body. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all feel so mitchell says um saturn was supposed to be sold at sticker but uh, not direct at all oh so it wasn't direct okay anyways on later yeah and i know they had dealers now whether they were just showrooms like tesla or yeah that's or, what i was or, curious about yeah uh, well look at look at saturn right where are they now they're gone <laughs> so let's move on to the <laughs> to, to the next uh article okay. here or next topic uh, and, and you touched on, there was something you said when you were talking about five minutes ago that I thought, oh, that was a good segue, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You were on a, you were on a roll and you're, you're making good points. So I didn't want to connect the tangent or, or connect the, the segue, but, um, okay. <laughs> also in that, in that interview of, of yesterday that, uh, Tesla had with the, um, uh, sort of that Elon had with that, I forget the name of the whatever it was called. Oh, the Financial Times Future of, of Car Summit. That's what it was called. He talked about, um, uh, one of the questions was, I know you have, they know that it's happening in Europe, but is uh, Tesla going to open up the superchargers to all, all other EVs still? And uh, Elon still saying he's going to. He's I know, I know we've talked about this already, Paul, but... Um, He's still saying they're going to, and now it looks like they're probably going to do what they did in in Europe, uh, where they're going to just not just get. I thought it would be just easier just to make an adapter of some sort, like uh, supercharger to CCS adapter. Uh, but it seems like they're doing the opposite. They're, they're going to make a retrofit. CCS connector, yeah, retrofit all yeah. the all the uh, cabinets. Well. I mean, I have some pretty strong feelings about this because, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, on the one hand, you know, EV adoption is very important. But on the other hand, when you pay a premium like you do for Tesla, do you want to wait for a, a Chevy Bolt to charge at a supercharger? <laughs> you know? um, yeah, I think you know, one of the reasons why I... I recommend Tesla, right, over other brands is because of the charging network. Yep. And I just worry if it's open up to everybody, it's just going to – I'm just worried it could be like a – I hate to say shit show, but that's the only way to describe it. No, you know what? You you actually – and I know I know your stance on it, and you're, um, uh, it makes sense because I was the opposite when it first was announced i'm like yeah no more the merrier bring it on it's all good but you and I, like i said we've we've had this discussion before uh and every single time you've you've uh talked about this you've uh, changed my mind now and so i i agree with you now uh not that i don't want to see ev adoption take off but i don't know i i, I can see the same thing happening now i'll play devil's advocate for a second even though i am saying that i, I totally agree with you paul and I'm, my stance is the same as yours. But let me just go on the other side of the fence for a second and say, you know what? I've seen it already that there's some Tesla owners already out there that, um, yeah, even though it's a Tesla, abuse the superchargers and 
do stupid things and leave it plugged in and yeah, and, and they'll get idling fees. I get it, but or they'll pretend to plug it in and not plug it in fully and walk away. I've seen that. Like so, I've I've seen my share uh, of of what are they called EV holes by Tesla yeah, owners too. So not, I'm not sure. saying that 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 is the reason why we should allow it. Uh, at the end of the day, it's not going to be up to us. Uh, even though we're shareholders, we should have a, a, a say. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it's going to happen, and uh, I guess we'll have to deal with it. I don't know. Uh, no. I'm, I'm going through this. I was just talking to my wife today. Uh, I know I, you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing this. I, I, it's not like a broken record. Uh, I'm going – family's going away on vacation um, later this summer, and we're driving. And uh, – in, in a nutshell, we're depending where we're going. We're depending on um, regular public chargers. There's, there's no superchargers out there, and that is right now in the planning. We're in the planning stages. I thought we'd planned this all out, and and I had a couple, probably a couple months ago, booked the hotels, knew where we were stopping uh, in the two or three day journey, you know, everything. Booked the hotels for the overnight stays and everything, and now I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know if I can rely on the reliability for one, this is what I was explaining to my wife, the reliability of these public chargers. And for two, because there's only one or two of these chargers at the low, at least at the locations I'm going to. Um, yeah, it's not like a, sorry. It's, it's a great point, right? Like I was just over at um, Canadian Tire and Barry. Uh, yesterday right and there's electrify canada there but there's 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 four units right you know what four Mm. i i know what you're saying and and that's what my point was like the minimum what was the minimum tesla has six or eight and they're pretty reliable very rarely do you see one with six yeah i think the smallest one is six yeah so let's take the same city so barry right Barry has, you know, eight plus 24, 32 supercharging uh, stations in yeah. Barry. And right, right? down, and right down the street. Canada. I, I get it. Yeah. And there's, there's, it, it, it is a problem. Too. It is, it is. And, 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 and that's my, and that was my point to my wife. I'm like, yeah. I'm really getting stressed out about this because all it takes is one of these chargers not to work or for somebody else to be on the same schedule as us in an EV stopping at the same time, because what the big, the big stress for me is we have to catch a ferry. We have to catch a boat and it's a very strict time. It has, we have to be there no later than a certain time. And if I plan it to arrive there perfectly at the same, at the right time, I'd be risking it because like I said, it just takes one person in an EV that has the same plan as us. These locations are only one. So I would have, and they take so long to charge, they're only 50 kilowatts. So I'd have to wait an hour for them to charge. Yeah. And it, and it gets worse because in that particular location, right, there's no way to queue. So if you arrive and it's full and maybe there's a couple other people who arrive before you, it becomes chaos because it's it's not designed for being able to queue and wait. And with that few chargers that's likely going to happen so next thing you know yeah. people are going to be getting out of their cars and punching the crap out of each other yeah they'll, they'll be I, I predicted it here 
on yeah, your channel. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right because it will it will turn into I guess what could we call that? What could we coin that term? Um, charging rage, parking lot yeah, rage. It's going to yeah. happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've seen fights at gas stations when gas drops five cents and there's a big lineup because it's going up. Yeah, Costco. Yeah, Costco is a perfect <laughs> yes. example. Yeah, to save ten cents, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see what what happens. But uh, he's saying that we're we're getting it now. Hopefully, um, they do it in the U.S. first, and then like everything else, it takes a while to come to Canada. This is the one thing that I don't mind waiting on. <laughs> This is this is the one time I'm glad I'm in Canada because if if it all holds true like it has been, the guys in the U.S. Sorry, guys in the U.S. Uh, you guys will get it first, and uh, we can at least have hopefully maybe a three to six months, maybe a year if we're lucky, um, delay. I want I I want to talk about two things. So one, so Ray, Raymond's comment about the Tesla cable being short. This is a huge problem. We've already seen pictures where some EVs have to take up two Tesla stalls to charge because the cables are short, so maybe even three, right? Um, so that is a very valid issue, right? And then Mitchell also mentioned something um, that I wanted to, where was it? Um, the range, this one? No, not that one. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. He says maybe Tesla, Tesla is going to get huge tax credits to pay for building even more superchargers. So, uh, you know, the question there being, can Tesla build enough of them that people don't have to worry about being able to charge when they arrive, right? And with, with gas stations, right, like if you think about how you know, because we all drove gas car, uh, powered cars previously. I mean, there's a gas station every corner. So if this one's busy, you go to this one. Like I've never, unless you go to Costco to try to save that, you know, five cents per liter. I, I don't, I don't think I've ever waited for gas. No, no. Or <laughs> unless you have no choice, unless you're like somewhere remote, northern or something. Yeah, and I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and I and I know, and this is what I tell all my non EV friends that um. They don't argue with me, but they wonder out loud. They wonder, like, the inf infrastructure, if it's there. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, th their, their thing is, well, if we were all to get an electric car tomorrow, um, there wouldn't be the infrastructure. And I'm like, I agree. I totally agree. But we're not going to get electric cars all tomorrow because the industry isn't there yet. As the industry grows, so will the infrastructure, hopefully. I mean, unless someone drops the ball, some government or some or Tesla drops the ball, which I can't see Tesla doing it. If anything, Tesla's been a pioneer in this all. But yeah, um, yeah unless some, some state or some government drops the ball, uh, the infrastructure should grow ahead of uh, the cars being sold. So we'll see. So and then and, you know, it's the same argument. Some people say, oh, well, if we were all to plug in our cars, uh, the grid would shut down. Yeah, well, That's maybe today. Well, even if it does, maybe today, uh, but we're not there yet. We don't have that volume of EVs. Uh, and by the time we do, the infrastructure once again and the grid and s people adopting solar and everything like that, it will grow. And it, it we, we won't have that problem. Now, maybe I'm putting too much faith and giving uh, our 
government too much credit, but I'm hoping to think that our government, uh, and I know I'm a fool for thinking that, um, but I'm hoping that, that that won't happen. I'm hoping that we have enough foresight. But yeah, that's a good point that you guys brought up about the uh, cable. Maybe that's why they did Tesla didn't go with the adapter route. Maybe they that's why they decided to go. We have to put in a whole new cable Maybe. in these uh, pedestals because for length. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, Paul. Yeah. Never thought of that. You're smart. See, this is why I have you on the on the channel, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stroking, Dax. Keep stroking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we were going to talk about. Um, uh, oh, you know, let's just touch on it really quickly. Tesla suing a former thermal engineer for stealing the Dojo computer secrets. <laughs> idiot <laughs> or genius? <laughs> Russian idiot. spy so, or idiot? <laughs> so this is like, you know, I'm surprised that people working for such a technology-focused company like Tesla wouldn't understand that, you know, there's, you know, I'm in this industry, right? So I know there's something called data exfiltration, right, which is data that's, leaving your company and companies have all sorts of technology to be able to tell whether or not you unless you took a picture of your screen at home right tesla's gonna know so if this guy did transfer files to you know a personal device of some sort like if he didn't think he was going to get caught then i question this person's intelligence so <laughs> in my mind they get what they deserve <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens because he lied. Apparently, he lied twice. And when they asked him back for the uh, Tesla property, which was the company laptop, he handed them another dummy laptop, like his own personal one. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm surprised. I'm, like you said, I'm not in the industry uh, like, like you are. Uh, but even I know that, yeah, in this day and age, big companies in general – but a tech company like Tesla, and you think you can pull one over on them? Like, come on, give your head a shake. It's like yeah, any company this, these days uh, that have to do with computers, which most every company has some kind of some form of computer in, in their um, in their business for the employees yeah. that, that they use. They they can monitor, they track you, they own the servers, they monitor the servers. Yeah, they know what you're doing. You you cannot steal trade secrets it's against the law <laughs> and it's so, yeah and, and i'm sure they signed some something about that yeah yeah so this this guy has made his own bed and you know he's gonna lay in it now yeah so i i think tesla's totally appropriate in going after this person oh yeah and and then they'll win uh somebody they they sued somebody else a little while ago uh, for <laughs> something else. Ray, I just put Raymond's comment in, up there. Um, I'm not even going to comment on it. I'm not even going to read it out. <laughs> uh, these guys in, in the group um, that are watching um, in the chat here, they seem to be very uh, uh, smart individuals. They, they probably won't have any questions. But if you do, let me know. I've got a question, a couple of questions from the same guy I'm just going to throw on the screen here because uh, the topics are over. So I'm just going to throw a quick question on here. Paul, see if uh, you and I can put our heads together and uh, help David out here. David from Ottawa, he said, um, I, I, I saw your show on the CCS adapter. Uh, very good uh, option. My car is not CCS, CCS enabled. Can Tesla enable it with a software update or does it need to be some new hardware? What do you think? I think I, think I may know the answer, but I want to know what you think, Paul. 
you know, this is this is one of those engineering questions that I just don't know. No. Right? Um, I know my car has it. That's about all I know. <laughs> it's it, but it's weird, eh? Last year, I think I think it's safe to say any twenty twenty two has it, but last year was weird because, yeah, I got it too, and you got it. You were in early twenty twenty one, right? But then I know someone that got theirs in the fall, like like the last half, if not the fall of last year, twenty twenty one. So you would think a newer car would have it, but it didn't have it. I so, I, I I would have to agree with Jay in the comments that there would be some difference in the hardware to if something's got to translate that standard, right? You know, there's there's two different standards there, so something's got to be happening there. Now, maybe maybe Tesla's figured out a way to do it in in the adapter itself, but if if I were a betting person, I would say there's there's probably some hardware in the car. Me too. Is, yeah. So I that to answer David Bellavo's question, I don't think it's as simple as a software thing. I, I hope it is. I, I hope it's something. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the reason why I'm leaning towards hardware is because if it was software, wouldn't they have? Why wouldn't they do but, it? Well, you know, why would some cars and not other cars? Like, wouldn't yeah. they just have, have put a software update to to patch all those non-cars? That's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. So, yeah. Uh, Ray, was it Ray? Ray asked a question here. Uh, I va- Ray, first of all, you have to understand my memory is like a sponge. Sorry, the opposite of a sponge. See, I, I, I forgot what sponges actually do. So my, my memory is bad. It's like a sieve. That's what I was looking at for. So I do remember, I, I want to say I remember something about winter tire uh, comparison, um, but I also want to say I don't. So <laughs> uh, refresh my memory, but even if, even if I did promise you something like that, uh, we're we're past that point. Um, so unfortunately, we'll have to wait till next winter. But uh, put in the comments, refresh my memory what I what I promised because I apologize, I don't remember. Um, okay, here's uh, okay here's a comment. My car is May thirty first, twenty twenty one. Build Model Three Long Range. Yeah. Okay. So he, yeah. So you're just almost identical build to mine. Mine, mine was like two weeks before yours and mine also is, is enabled, but some people are and some people aren't. Uh, okay. So that's one question from David. Thanks, David. Hopefully we answered your question there. And here's a, another one. That's a new question. Same person, new question though. Um, with Key and Hyundai offering plug-in capabilities, the ability to plug in my coffee machine so I could make my own coffee on the run is a tremendous appeal. <laughs> Has anyone in the test community had a plug-in installed so they can have this convenience? Uh, you know, you can get a, an inverter, you know, to put into the nine volt plug, right? The cigarette lighter yeah. thing. So that's one option. So, you, and then I don't know. Do they make a coffee machine that that can get its power from USB? You know what? I bet you they do. I never thought of that, but the minute that those words left your mouth, I thought, "Oh, wait a minute! It probably is." But no, I was going back to your first suggestion, the inverter. That's what I was going to suggest to him. I have an inverter, and I've used it for not coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I've used it where I've needed to plug a one ten into it. And it works great. Uh, they're dirt cheap. You can look on Amazon. Uh, you can. I just got a three hundred watt 
you can get a 150, you can get a four or 500 watt. I went somewhere in the middle, middle of the road, 300 watts. I think I paid 30 bucks for it and it works great. Yeah. And it even has some slots for USB too. Yeah. And it has two slots. So it works great. Uh, so if you're really looking for a coffee maker, I don't know if you were joking or not, uh, David, I'm going <laughs> to assume you weren't, uh, you can do that. Amazon or go to your local hardware store, I'm sure, and have something. Like Paul says, it just plugs into your cigarette lighter, the 12 volt. Sorry for hitting the mic there. Um, and um, Bob's your uncle. You're, you're off to the races. Any more cliche sayings I can say there? Um, can you can you plug in a cooler? Uh, Northern, Tesla, uh, Northern Tesla, uh, this joker is asking if I can plug in a cooler. Yeah, you can plug in a cooler. You get the coolers that have the same thing like Paul says, the, the 12 volt plug, which is a lot of the uh, plug in oh, coolers come with. But some coolers are 110. I haven't seen many of them, but you can get the 110. But then once again, you will need a, an inverter. I don't know what wattage it draws, so you might need to look into that Northern Tesla. Um, yeah. Or you can just get a regular cooler. Franklin's on a road trip right now. He just got a, a regular cooler, and apparently it's some um, fancy dancy cooler that keeps ice for five days or something like that. You want to make sure that you get something that's, you know, UL approved or registered or CSA in yes, Canada, because yeah. some of those cheap ones that you can get off Amazon, I wouldn't trust those. Those ones will just light up. Are we talking about coolers or are we talking about uh, uh, inverters? Coolers and inverters coolers. too. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. trust a cheap knockoff inverter either. No, 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 no. Well, once again, it's one of these things that, you shouldn't leave it unattended, but you never know. Even if you are in the car, things can happen, right? I mean, uh, stranger things have happened in the past, I've heard. Yeah, there's been stories. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sorry, Paul, I'm just looking. Um, I'm listening to you, but I'm also just perusing the... Um, That's okay. You can ignore me. The, no, I'm not ignoring you. Uh, I'm just perusing <laughs> this uh, chat to see if anyone has any questions or any notable comments. I mean, all your comments are notable. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I just want to see if anything that uh, I should post for everyone to see, which everyone can see anyways. Uh, yeah, Mitch, Mitch brings up, we're getting back to the F-150. They've got a lot, like a crap load of uh, yes, they do. Uh, 110s and, and even uh, 240s in there. Lots of crap. You have cappuccino yeah. maker. Yeah. Speaking of which, and I totally agree. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, the future should be, and I'll be really disappointed if the Cybertruck doesn't have, um, what's it called? Vehicle to grid charging. And I think the yeah. future is that. Um, just like how the F-150 can, I think uh, the Ionic 5 can do it too. I'm not sure about the Kia, but the Ionic 5, I'm pretty sure can do it. Um, but did you see now that it's being released, and I suspected this from day one, how much it costs to retrofit your home to get that capability because you just can't, I mean, yeah. not any house can do it. You have to get a box. I think it's sun, sun core, sun, sun, sun juice or some third party companies working with Ford to install these. It's 4,000 us to get this installed. <laughs> and that's if you don't have to upgrade other things, that's just for, what you need but you may need it may be additional cost on top of that but you know what a lot of people have said uh compared that to uh a power wall that tesla offers and what they're saying is you compare the battery pack of the f-150 it's 10 times what a power wall is so if you were to get 10 power walls it's going to cost you a hundred and 
$20,000 and this is only 4,000. So yeah, I get it. At the, in the end, at the end of the day, the month, it's obviously cheaper, even though it is still 4,000 and Ford ironically didn't talk about price when they first talked about this. And, you know, like I said, you, vehicle, vehicle, the grid is going to become important and other people are, are going to need to do this. So I get it. It needs to be done, but Everyone's touting, oh, you can do three or four days on the average home from a full battery pack of the F-150. And if you mm. conserve it, you can do nine or 10. But realistically, your your truck is never going to be, I highly doubt, ever going to be fully, fully charged. So those rosy three to four days or nine to 10 conservative days, in, in, they're all in a perfect world. So will it still benefit for rolling blackouts that they have in California and 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 the That's grid that I they have thinking. in, in, in uh, yeah. Texas. Yeah, it, it will be good. It'll be good to have. But let's not get uh, fooled about the, the the amount of days it's going to do. If it does a day or two, that could be money spent right there, right? Or money well spent. So I just thought I'd throw that in. What, what were we talking about? We were talk oh, we we're talking about all the plugs in the F-150. That's what yeah. made me get off on that tangent. Anyways, Paul... You know, when we end off the show, I, I, I have a trend, not a trend, I guess, a tradition of doing this. Uh, if, do you have any kind of a Tesla personal story to share with the, the rest of the people watching or listening? If you don't, and, and you know me, I, I don't pressure you. If you don't, if you don't have one, then so be it. It's good. You don't, you don't have to. Have you driven anywhere lately? Have you, have you gone anywhere? <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty mundane, though. I'd say the only thing that's kind of interesting is I got a really nice companion piece to my Tesla is what I'm calling it. So I got myself an e -bike. Does your wife know? Oh, yes. Yeah, your yeah, wife. She got one, too. Yeah. Oh, oh you got oh, you so, got one? You both got one? We both got one. So... Um, awesome. and, and like, you know, I was, I was on the fence about it. Cause I'm like, uh, you know, like, do you really need an e-bike? But let me tell you, after like being out on it a couple of times, it's like fantastic <laughs> because, you know, it's like you're the average person isn't training for the tour de France. Right. So, <laughs> you know, to have that assist going uphill, I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyhow, it's, uh, I, I call it a companion to my model Y because, um, you know, you stick it on the back and you can just go wherever and, you go off on your bike for, you know, it's got 80 kilometers of range with pedal assist. So wow, you know, um, that's about the most so exciting that, thing, I think. What's that mean without pedal assist? What, what will it go? Or with, so, so if you're going to get full oh, range, it's with pedal yeah. assist, right? So there's, there's three modes that, that they have, right? So one is throttle, which means you're running on the battery only. Uh -huh. One is, um, you know, just like a regular bike, you're pedaling it, like the assist system is completely off or something called pedal assist, which means that you're pedaling, right? So you're not using as much battery, but it's assisting you, right? Yeah. So if you're going up a hill, it's just helping you out a little bit, right? And that's so you still you get, get your exercise. Kind of range. <laughs> yeah, you still get some exercise. Yeah, unless you, unless you have it on throttle all the time and you're literally doing nothing, but... Uh, it's it's I like it. I like I didn't know I, that I would like it as much as I do, but I really really like it. Can I can I show the people watching a picture of it? I've taken out your plate. <laughs> can I show a picture? You have a you picture mind? of it? Yeah, no, you sent me a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. I did. That's there. Yeah, that's a sweet yeah, that's looking a bike, dude. 
Yeah. yeah. I got the fancy rims and all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are those aftermarkets? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is cool. And what's it called? Emo? Emo. That, Emo That's yeah. the manufacturer. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So That's it's got a, um, a, what is it? A uh, 15 amp hour battery on it. Uh, Samsung cells. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, Mitchell How long does it take to that, charge? That my hills are huge, so. <laughs> <laughs> and he has no idea where you live. Actually, no, he probably has seen your hill video. You know how you do your winter testing on those hill videos? Yeah, oh, that's right. Has. I did do that. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> so I it thought wasn't... he was talking about my spare tire. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He wouldn't. He, Mitchell, Mitchell's a, a very nice person. He would never do that. So I see. So it has lights on it and everything? Yeah, it's got like a headlight. It's got brake lights, right? Um, it it has a computer. Uh, you can't see the screen, you know, that's on the bike in this picture very well. But it's got a screen nice. on it. It'll show you your how much battery you have left, um, how much range you have left. It's really cool. Like I really, I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm trying to zoom in here to see if yeah. There's the. Uh, there's a screen right there, right in the center. Um, I like the shock, the front shocks here. Uh, disc brakes. How long does it take to charge? Um, if it's totally empty, it can take between eight to ten hours. It's very eight. slow charging. Like it's just a overnight small thing, charging brick. Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. You know what? But My... it lasts forever. I've had it out. Um, it was fully charged. And I've done probably, oh, at least 50 kilometers on it, right? And I'm still, I still got like three bars out of four. For oh, really? Car, so so <laughs> you got to come down to my place with it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I'll put it on the back of the Tesla, then I'll come down. No, 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 no. I want you to ride <laughs> your bike down. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be on the 400 riding that thing. <laughs> oh, there's there's back roads to my place. You don't have to take the 400. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's fine. But wouldn't it be cool if Tesla made a bike like that? I think that would be uh, really cool. Well, once again, I keep going back to this um, silly interview that they had yesterday for that uh, summit that I keep forgetting the name of. But one of the questions was somebody asked him if Tesla's going to make a scooter. And Elon adamantly said, nope, scooters are dangerous and stupid. Or I don't know if he said stupid part, but he said they're dangerous um, and, he, and they're not going to make one. And, and I, I guess that's to him, that's very similar to the motorcycle because he's been asked years ago well, if they were going to make a motorcycle. With the e-bike, like from the factory, the way they've got it programmed um, is to limit at 32 kilometers per hour. I'm not sure what that is in miles. Was that like 20? 20, 20, 20, 20 miles yeah. per hour. Yep. Um, but you can go into the computer interface and you can change that and you can uh, uncork it <laughs> to 45 kilometers an hour, which yeah. is a pretty good clip on a bike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bike, right? Yeah. Well, all these uh, e-bikes that have come out in the last five or ten years uh, that you see all over the place now, there's regulations for them. There's stupid regulations here in Ontario, but there are regulations where, yeah, they're supposed to be governed, uh, but I know 
for a fact, don't ask me how I know, I don't own one, so it's not me, but I know for a fact that most dealers like you or shops that sell you the bike, like wherever you would buy the bike from, they will actively and have no problem uh, deactivate the governor on it for that reason. And you're also supposed to keep the pedals on a lot of these e-bikes and a lot of people take the pedals off. And the minute you take the pedals off, apparently it doesn't constitute as an e-bike here in Ontario, but they do anyways. Uh, so there's the a lot of things. Is, yeah. You don't need a driver's license. You don't need insurance. No, exactly. Um, you do need a uh, an upgraded helmet though. That's a what the only... Snell approved helmet, yes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I agree. That's exactly it. So all the things you don't need because it falls into the category of an e-bike, the minute you take the pedals off, now it's not considered an e-bike. So now you need all those things, yes. So, But where are you going to rest your feet? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. You, but but you, you'd be surprised some of these e-bikes, they don't look like e -bikes. They look like motorcycles. There's one lady on my street that has one. Uh, it's an e-bike. It may even be a borderline electric motorcycle. It looks like one of those crotch rockets. It looks like a motorcycle, yeah. but every time it goes by my street, it's like whisper quiet. It just has like a little whine. So I know it's electric. It's not, it's not, um, it's not gas, but it looks like if you didn't hear it, you'd think it's a motorcycle. They look so wow. realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I Anyways, saw some of those at the shop tangents. that we bought ours from. So, yeah. 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 So that's exactly it. And if you'd, I, I I don't know where you got it from and don't, don't say, but I'm sure if you asked the salesperson to take off the governor, they would have done it. <laughs> oh, he sure. said to me, he said, do you got, do you want me to, <laughs> there you go. Out? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a sales it's right. pitch. <laughs> it's right in the manual though. The, the manual tells you how to do it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Right. The manual, the, the manufacturer is not going to, care uh where you live or where where it's sold to right it'll probably be some small print in the manual maybe at the last page saying uh abide all your state or provincial rules uh and yeah they sure. wipe their hands clean of it right <laughs> yeah anyways some jurisdictions might allow it so exactly yeah well that's good congratulations on your new purchase yeah i'm yeah. really excited yeah next time i see you and, and you know how much how much is away that's what i was gonna ask you uh with the battery it weighs 60 pounds that's not bad at all so you I, that could go on a bike rack so oh, yeah it goes you, on a, yeah. I have, we have bike racks yeah yeah, yeah. okay because there is the battery it's 47. oh the battery detaches yeah the battery take you can take the battery off oh i guess so to take it in the house to charge it yeah that makes sense yeah. because the reason i ask is my son there was some kid in our neighborhood in the park we were at a couple weeks ago he had this dirt bike. It looked like a real dirt bike, but it was electric. And we looked at it and it ended up being, you know, the company Razor that makes the very popular company Razor that makes uh, scooters and stuff like that. And so they're all electrified now. They make electric scooters and stuff like that. So it's a Razor. So we looked at it online on Amazon and my son wants one. And he's like, he's like, wants to sell his hoverboard. He wants to sell his bike. We're like, you're not selling your bike you need exercise <laughs> like we don't want to get but yes. my wife's all on board she wants to get him this and i was looking at it and i was doing some research um it goes uh it it's pretty heavy it weighs 98 pounds so 
my biggest thing is like we go we do a lot of camping and i said i said you know what you're gonna want to you're gonna get bored riding it around our neighborhood after a while you're gonna want to take it other places and it's just not conducive to take other places like that but um i don't know we're we're, we're still in negotiations about it but that's why i was curious how much yours weighs because this one wouldn't fit on a traditional bike rack i guess it would i don't know i don't know if it would or not so we'll see but yeah my son wants one uh, i'm not going to show him yours because <laughs> he'll want that <laughs> well paul thanks very much for coming on the show uh it's it, my pleasure it's very enlightening and um uh i can't wait for you to have a uh your next episode or 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 even a video coming out. do you have anything uh in the pipelines i don't mean to put you on the spot i apologize but yeah, just curious yeah, i'm gonna do i'm gonna do um a video about the e-bike being the perfect companion to your your tesla perfect because yeah, it, it, be is. it is it is i think it is yeah uh i want to get something i told my wife i want to get something for when we go on vacation that if we go out to dinner and we're stopping at a supercharger or if we a couple of places we're stopping it's not really an fsd beta update as well that's coming sorry <laughs> and an update yes right there yeah. It's it's actually getting better. Like it has really really good days where it's, it's it's working quite well, but then it'll have a day or so where it's regressing. <laughs> so it, it does uh, something do to that. the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So I I, I I um I'm looking into something for that last little kilometer or something. But anyways, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll stop it there. Where can people, I mean, I'm sure any, everyone knows, uh, but I'd be remiss to not ask anyways, where can people find you, buddy? YouTube.com slash electric connect. Electric connect. Yes. I keep and wanting to say Tesla connect because I know, well, the, Hey, you think you, <laughs> I, I have that problem all the time. Just remembering your name sometimes. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um yeah no anyone that i'm sure everyone knows but anyone that wonders paul was tesla connect and he's expanded his horizons not going away from tesla embracing it even not more anything. if anything yeah not going anywhere he's just uh uh rebranding and uh uh expanding rebranding expanding yeah. that should have been your uh model thing <laughs> yeah okay and yeah that's where you can find him and he's got some cool videos coming up people in the chat thank you very much for participating EV bike connect. <laughs> EV bike connect that's that's what you should come out with now so julio says uh yeah thanks for uh contributing guys thanks for joining me um anyone that's listening on the podcast on the audio portion of it um if you have any questions just like david did uh get your questions in all you have to do is i uh, either get me on one of the social platforms under tesla talks or on Facebook under Bailey MC, or uh, send me an email at Tesla Talks Questions. That's plural questions with an S. Tes Tesla Talks Questions at uh, gmail.com. Send your question there, just like uh, David did, and uh, we'll get it on the next episode. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next time. Take care. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Bye. Bye.